Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing School again this morning. We want to welcome everybody in today, and let me tell you, it is a blessing to be here, and it's always real nice to have you right, right there. there. Right there. Praise God. Uh, we're going to go ahead and pray, and we're going to dive into the Word of God again today. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you, and we praise you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your your goodness. Father, thank you for Patty's healing again. We can't yeah. thank you. And, oh, God, every person in the school this morning, it is your will for them to be healed. It is your will for them to be healed today. But like Patty said, have faith in God. So, Father, as they hear the word this morning, and their mm. faith is building, is rising up. Mm. And they grab a hold to what they are hearing. And they use it in Jesus' name. All right now. Healing come to them. And we praise you for it. We thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. This morning, let's talk about how to keep your healing. How do you keep it? See, it is one thing to get it, but it's a whole nother thing uh, to keep it. Mm -hmm. Now, our aim today in this lesson, we want to establish the fact that divine healing for your physical body belongs to you. And to help every last one of you that come in this healing school get healed. Now, it's one thing to get something from the Lord, but it's a whole nother different thing to keep it. Mm -hmm. So this is the reason why we are talking about how to keep your healing. Now, as I said, it's one thing to get it. But it's a whole nother thing to keep it. Now, in the book of Matthew, in the book of Matthew, let me see here. Yeah. Matthew chapter 8 in verse 17. Helen, do you see it? I'm, a, I'm, I'm coming. Just go ahead. All right. I'll catch up with you. Okay. Matthew 8 and 17. Yes. All right. Hmm. You know, this is a powerful lesson. So, as you were saying, it's one thing to, you know, get our healing. But then it's a whole different thing to what? Keep it. We have to know how to hold on to it. Amen? Yeah. That's right. With God. And that is so pop, so important with us, with God, that we know how to do that. Yeah. Uh, we, we tend to grab it and that's great. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but then what do we do after that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like I like the way 
the reason I like the follow up that you're doing. I'm just giving everyone time to get there so they can follow along with us. Matthew 8 and 17. We, yeah. we should have it by now. It says that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by said, the prophet saying himself took our infirmity and bear our sicknesses. There's a key word in that passage, uh, Larry, and I like to point it out every time. It's the word saying. Saying. Yes, saying. Because mm -hmm. that has a lot to do with where we're going uh, this morning about how to keep your healing. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, this is so important because <sighs> many people want to be healed. Mm -hmm. But you must understand how to keep it. Absolutely. Now, Satan will come at you again and again. Mm -hmm. But you have to know what to do. Absolutely. Now, when Jesus was fasting, remember? 40 days? Right. The devil came to him. And the Bible said, Jesus told him what was written. The devil left, <clears throat> but he came back. What am I saying to you? Many people get healed right here in this, right here in this school. I know you do. Hmm. But here's the deal. Satan tried to steal it from you. And in some cases, he's able to do that because he's planning on you don't know how to keep it. Now, okay. let's say you got healed. And for conversation purposes, let's say the pain came back. Mm -hmm. Well, because the pain came back did not mean that you didn't get healed. You did. But you see, Satan will come back with a, another stand against you to try to get you to give up what you received. All right. And this is why we are talking about how to keep it. You got to know how to keep it. You see, uh I use the scripture a lot because it fits all over the Bible. Hosea 4 and 6. My people perish for lack of what? Knowledge. Mm, knowledge. Because they, they don't know. In many cases, they do not understand. Mm. Now, for those of you who don't know, this year 2021 is the year mm. of abundance and understanding. See, God wants you to be healed in abundance. Now, there are some, he wants you to also understand, but there are some things you just have to believe mm -hmm. and learn the operation of it later. For okay. instance, uh, some of you ladies, and men too for that matter, you drive a car. But you have no idea 
on the mechanics of it. How does the thing work? What make it work? What uh, is the functionality of it? You don't have a clue, but you do mm. know it. It 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 works, don't you? Mm. It does. You see what I'm saying to you? It works. Mm -hmm. How do you know it works? Man, you put the key in that thing, <clears throat> and you put it in drive or reverse, and you go. You get from point A to point B. So you know it works. But if but if you had to explain how it works, you couldn't do it. But guess what? You still got from point A to point B, didn't you? Because it works. What am I saying? Healing belongs to you. Jesus died and then to give it to you and then turn around and rose again to make sure you have it. That's what right. he died to give you. That's right. You can't beat you can't beat that. So, you need to know now how to maintain, how to keep what he gave you. Go ahead, Helen. Amen. Well, you know, I I like that. That's what we're, you know, what really it sticks out to me is we all receive our healing by faith, right? We, we, we believe the word, we hear the word, and when there's a lot of us in uh, the congregation together and in a room together praying and believing God, our faith is at an all-time high, and we receive by faith. But then when we go back to uh, our everyday life, is we're going to be attacked. As most of you already know, Satan comes, the Bible says, what, immediately to steal uh, that which we've received uh, by faith. And so if we don't know how to keep, how to maintain, how to hold on to it, we lose it. Yes. So that's the next very important part to keeping your healing. We must know. That's a very important step we must know about walking in the blessings of God continuously. Uh, we, 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 we talk about so many times, oh, I was healed. We teach people all the time. But then over a period of time, they come back and they say, you know what? I thought I was healed, but no, you really were healed. You really were healed. But Satan came. And because we were not equipped, we were not informed, we had not practiced, we had not talked about, we had not mentioned it, we had not gone over it, how to keep it, we lose it. That's right. Yeah. So this second part of, of walking in the blessing of healing, see how we say that? Receiving it is just the first step. Mm -hmm. But then there's another step, there's another part to it. And that's why we want to constantly remind, once we get it, now, what do we do? Mm. Are you still there? Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Okay. Now, let's look at Isaiah 53 and verse 4. Very familiar scripture. Isaiah, Isaiah. 53 in verse 4. Okay. 
Isaiah 53. And verse 4. And most of us already know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we also like to make sure that we read it and get it into your hearing. Amen. And we like to read it together. So <clears throat> let's just uh, give everybody a minute to get there. And then we're going to kind of like look at it. Okay, Isaiah, you there? Amen. And verse 4. All right. You only want verse 4 or you want verse 4 and 5? You can read them both. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says, Surely he had borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Yes. Now, in this text, surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Now, these translations are from the King James Version. But their marginal notes in many study Bibles are more accurate translation of that original Hebrew word. Talking about our pain. He bore our pain in his own body. And most people do not know this is what happened. Now, it's talking about when he said he bore it. It's talking about our disease mm-hmm. and pain. He took mm-hmm. your disease, no matter what it is, and pain. Listen, let's drive it real hard today. Jesus even died for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. That's a disease. He took our disease and our pain in his own body. Did Amen. you know that? Amen. And this is why I say all the time, you as a born again believer, watch this, it is illegal for you to be sick. Right. Why? <clears throat> Jesus took it in his own body. That's right. See? He took your disease. He took your pain. He bought it in your stead. Now, once you see this, think about it this way. And, and I want you to get ready to comment on this, Helen. Uh-huh. This is so important. After you read in your Bible, himself took your infirmities and bear your sicknesses, you must decide this. No need for you and Jesus both to bear your disease and your pain. Mm. No need for you to be sick if Jesus did it for you. Listen, mm. that's like saying you go to the store, buy whatever. And when you get up to the register to pay for it, they tell you you owe nothing. What mm. do you mean? 
I haven't paid for it yet. Well, somebody else paid for it for you, and I can't tell you who it is. Huh. But they already paid your bill. And you say, I don't understand. Listen, don't argue. Don't try to understand. Huh. Well, praise God. Thank you, Lord. You got what Amen. I'm saying? Amen. That's, that should be your, your approach. See, Jesus did it for you. No sense in both of y'all trying to do it. He did a good job already. Mm-hmm. Helen, you see that? I did. Go ahead. I do. Yeah, he did a good job already. That's the key word right there. It's, it's, that reminds me of the example you use all the time. You know, like if you're asking someone to uh, assist you in something. Maybe you might say, reach me. Could you give me the cup off the table? Yeah. Or you might ask someone to to loan you some money. You know, you're at, you're at work and you've forgotten your purse or your wallet. And you say, oh, I left my purse at home. I left my wallet. I don't see. Could you loan me $5 for, so I can get something uh, uh, for snacks or whatever for lunch and I'll pay you tomorrow? Well, and they say, of course, and they go right in their wallet or purse and give you the $5. Well, what we need to do is if we want to receive it, we have to put our hands in what and take it. That's right. And then to have that, you know, you say, okay, I'll repay you. I'll repay you. I'll give it to you tomorrow when we come in. So first of all, there's a step, two steps here. You, t- you opened your hand and you received it. See, Jesus is standing right there giving us the healing, and we must, what, receive it. So how do we do that? We receive it by faith. When we hear the word on healing, like we just heard, heard the word of uh, healing on in, in Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5, we just heard, by his stripes, we are healed. We just heard that. So we must open our hand in the spirit and say, well, Father, I believe that. I receive it. Just like we would do. With the co-worker, we're asking for loaners the $5. We have to stretch out our bank, our hands and take the $5. But then you say, I'll repay you tomorrow. Well, you go and give the person back that money tomorrow. You give it back to them the next day. And they have to do the same thing. They have to reach out their hands and take it. But wouldn't it seem strange, though, if you've given it to them, and then every day they're asking you, are you going to pay me my $5 today? You say, well, I already gave it to you. I gave mm-hmm. it to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's good. I gave it to you yesterday. And every day you see them at the elevator. Are you going to give me my $5? Well, I gave it to you two days ago. <laughs> see, and that's what we do. That's what we do, God, when we go back and ask him for something that he's what already given us. That's right. And that's what he's telling us. He's saying, well, child, I gave it to you the minute you asked for it. Well, how do I know that? Well, we have proof of that as well. We can go to Matthew, or Mark, rather, Mark 11, very familiar passage. We know that. But I, I always like to give us an opportunity to read it together because it sheds light on what we're talking about, gives us foundation, rather. And we can believe when we see it in the Word. So Mark eleven twenty two says, And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. But 23 is where I want to focus my attention. For verily I say unto you, 
that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, see that word say, we're always focusing on that word. Whenever we see that word say, make a note of it because it's vitally important. It's your part. It's the part you must do as it relates to receiving from God. So whosoever mm-hmm. shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, and shall not doubt, that's vitally important as well. But shall believe that those things, watch this, which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he say. But look at verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, watch this, when you pray. Not after you pray. Not the week following. Not a month later, no. Not when you see it manifest. No, he said, when you are there praying, you can believe that you receive it. And if you do that, you'll have it. You see, that's why we're saying what we're saying. That's the foundational scripture for that. You must believe that you receive it from God. Even though you don't see with your two eyes, right? We believe. So yeah. when we pray, we believe. We take it by faith, doubting absolutely nothing. You that's see right. that? And so that's how, that's the step that we're following, that we're walking in. You taking it by faith, what he said, and then you're, you're acting on it. Your words, a corresponding action must follow. Corresponding action is making sure that you are saying what the word said. Just like we heard the testimony uh, this morning, we followed up. And what, and you, you know, you keep asking me to say this, but I've said it already. Uh, listen, a part of keeping your healing is making sure you're saying the word, uh, sharing it with others, telling someone about it, you know, mm-hmm. confessing what God did. That's a part of yes. keeping your healing. That's right. That's a part. That's a part of how we keep our healing. And sometimes you have people say, well, I don't feel healed anymore. You know, receiving from God doesn't have anything to do with our feelings, I don't think. Does it, Larry? No. Doesn't have Nothing anything to do with how we feel. You say, well, I don't feel it anymore. Don't try to feel it. You can't feel faith, guys. <laughs> you can't feel faith. Don't try to feel it. If faith is not felt, faith is seen. Faith is, faith is heard. Faith is practiced. You, just like a doctor is practicing medicine, well, you are uh, a, a student of the Word of God, and you are practicing the Word of God. That's what you're doing. You're practicing it by walking in it, by saying it against all odds, against all opposition, against everything that Satan is trying to throw before you. You practice the Word. Get up every morning practicing the Word of God. And we'll have what we say. You don't want to keep saying what you have. Oh, I have diabetes. I have a stomachache. I have a headache. I have back pain. You don't want to say that. He said, because Jesus said just the opposite. He said, I didn't tell you to say what you have. He didn't tell you to say that. He said, tell my people that, that they should confess my word. Confess That's what right. you want. Confess your, confess what you want. Confess what you have. <laughs> confess the word of God. Yes. You, you see it? That's our part. That's your part. That's my part. And now his part is, 
he'll make it happen. That's yes, right. He will. He'll bring it to pass. Do you see how important that is? Amen. So if you're constantly saying, I have a backache, he'll bring that to pass too. Oh, yes, he will. Because he has to uphold his word. He said, mm-hmm. you will have what you say. And if you're constantly saying, I have a, you know, whatever sickness it is, you are holding it in place because God is, he's, he's, he's going to, you know, he's not going to turn away from his word. He's not going to go back on his word. He said, you will have what you say, not what I say. What That's you right. Say. That's right. Absolutely. You, you, you see, there are people who say, well, healing went out with the apostles. It no longer exists today, but mm-hmm. it'll exist mm-hmm. in the millennium. All right. Well, no. A thousand times, no. You say, well, why? Because we won't need healing during the millennium. You have a new body and you couldn't be sick no way. Or you follow what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You couldn't be sick. Now, so you say, well, how do you keep your healing then? The same way you received it. Uh The same thing that it took to receive it, it takes the same thing to keep it. You see, if you was on the word of God before your healing manifested, and now the healing that manifested, You've got it. Mm-hmm. And you stop those scriptures. You put it away. Well, I won't be needing this no more. That is a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Now you heard, you heard Patty say, faith. You need faith. Mm-hmm. You must maintain your faith. You got to keep your faith going. Well, why is that important? Because faith cometh by what? Hearing. By hearing. She told you you got to keep listening. Faith, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 say, So then faith cometh. Faith cometh by what? By hearing. By hearing. And hearing by the what? The word by of the God. By the word of God. So it is very important for you to stay with the word. Hmm. Somebody say, well, I ate a steak last week. Mm-hmm. And I don't need the most steak. You think because you ate one last week, you don't need any more ever again? All right now. What you ate last week doesn't have anything to do with this week. Mm-mm. Now, you might eat something other than steak, but I guarantee you, you're going to eat. If not, and you keep going like that, pretty soon we're going to be saying goodbye to you. Mm. So then faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing hearing. by the word of God. Now, again, this is so important. Uh, What is it, Helen? 1 Peter 2.24. Just tell them what it says. First Peter 2.24 says, 
who his own self, Jesus Christ, bear our sins in his own body on the altar that we be, you know, he's talking about you receiving uh, the, the healing. He said, who his own self, Jesus Christ, bear our sins in his own body on the tree is on an altar and offered himself on it that you and I, Helen, call your name, might die and cease to exist to sin and live, watch this, unto righteousness, watch, by whose stripes you what? You were healed. Not going to be healed. You were. Yeah. You were. You personalize that. You say, I was healed. I'm not going to be healed. I was healed. And so the confession is so vitally key to keeping your healing. It's, it's vitally important in receiving it. When we are baby Christians, we, we just have to believe the word of God. That's all. But then as we grow in the word of God, you're going to find that God is going to require us. He definitely requires us to grow. And one of the steps to growth is making sure that we're doing those daily confessions. That's right. And, and one of them, one of those, the way you do that is find out what the word of God says and then make that confession, personalize it like we just did. With First Peter two twenty four, he asked me to quote it. I didn't go to it, but I just brought it up, pulled it up out of my spirit. Well, how could I do that? Because I've spent time in the Word, putting it in there, just downloading it, reading it every day. And so now, when you say pull up, go to First Peter two twenty four. Well, who is own self, Jesus Christ, bear my sin in His own body on the tree, on an altar, offered Himself on it that I, Helen Elder, watch this, Helen Elder. My dying cease to resist to sin and live unto righteousness by whose stripes I, Helen Elder, I was healed. I was healed. And so every time, you know, what, what we got to realize, saints, is this too. Oftentimes, we, with our training in life, the body of Christ I'm talking about, we've been taught, we, we've been taught to talk to God about our problems. But that's just, it's backwards. You can't find that anywhere in the Bible where God says, come and tell me about your problem. No, you're supposed to be talking to your problems about God. I'm going to say That's that right. again. You should be speaking to your problems. Speak to that sickness. Remind that sickness. And it sounds something like this. No, no, Mr. Devil, you're not going to put that sickness on me because let me tell you something. The Lord said, my God, my father said by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed. I was made whole. So you're not going. I'm not going to let you come and stick that on me. No, you need to take your all your bag of tricks, your aches, your pains, your 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 back aches, your headaches, your stomach aches, and all these things you're trying to stick on me. Take that and get up out of here, because this is what my father said about my healing. He said, by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed. And then he also said he sent his word and healed me. Are you listening to me, pain? Are you listening to me? See, but what we do, we go to God saying, Father God, I have a backache. Father God, I have, Father God, I have. He said, don't talk to me about that. You see, we have it backwards. And that's why the pain stays right there because you're not talking to it. You're not reminding the pain of what God said. Child of God, faith-filled words are vitally important, but then we got to get our directions in the right place. 
when you think I don't have pains, I share with the congregation all the time, every morning, every other morning. You know, the pain tries to come back. But you know what causes it to flee? I speak to it about the word of God. I say, come here, I have something for you. Sit right there, let me tell you something, Mr. Payne. And do you know it flees, it runs, you know why? You know, the Satan cannot stand hearing the word of God. Can't stand it. And then you're mixing it with faith. Oh, my God. You, you know, we do this too. You, the Bible tells us that submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will what? He will flee from you. But so oftentimes we find ourselves what? Fleeing from the devil. Oh, God, the devil's after me again today. God doesn't want to hear that. Yeah. Come on, guys. Come on. That's right. He wants to hear us coming to him saying, victory, Father, victory. I told him what you said, and he flee. He was in flight. He ran. He ran. That's what God wants to hear. That's Are right. you getting it? Are you getting it? That's good. No. We have to stop telling God what the devil is doing. He doesn't want to hear that. He is so excited when we tell the devil, what our father is doing and what he has done. He will flee every time. Child of God, I promise you. So you got to get the word of God down in your spirit. Because another thing, you know, got to take into consideration. When you first starting out with this, we're not expecting you to be where we are. It took us years to develop this. Years. Just like it takes a doctor years to practice until he's better and and the the more operations he performed, that's why they call it practicing medicine. I hate to think that they practice on us, but they do. <laughs> they do. But the more operations they perform, the better they get at it. That's why um, most people have confidence in the older doctors. Yes, they do. You know, they get a kid marching out there telling you they're going to perform a surgery on you. And you look at them and you say, how old are you? <laughs> You know, we do that, don't we? Because you want someone with skills. You want someone with uh, experience. You want someone that what knows what he or she is doing with, 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 you want to trust them with your life. You, you, you're not going to be conscious and you want to make sure you have someone that knows what they're doing. And so it's the same way with Christ. You see, we, we confess Christianity. We've confessed that we are Christians and I love it. We are supposed to. But my key word to you this morning is, are you practicing your Christianity? Huh? Are you, are you practicing it? Because you should be in your, in your spare time when you're sitting around. And we have the time now to even, I mean, with the pandemic going on and everyone's in the house. Every day, yeah. every day, you should be practicing your Christianity. How do you practice it? By saying it, by saying the words of God that he has already, where he's promised you your healing. Practice those words. Practice First Peter 2, 24. Practice Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. Practice Proverbs 4 and, and 20 and 21 and 22, 23. Practice um, Mark, 11, Mark 11. Practice, and I can go on and on. Practice everywhere that their healing scriptures Man, from, from cover to cover in the Word That's of right. God. 
But when you begin to practice them, don't try to practice them all. Take a few at a time. Start in the New Testament. That's what where we live. That's where our promises are for us today. There are many promises in the old, but practice the ones in the new. Get in the epistles and look at those few right there. Take Mark 11. Amen. Take First Peter right. 2.24 and just practice those two and say, I'm going to get it. You know, down in my spirit, I'm going to get it down in me until when, till I, until the point, to the point where when the attacks come, it's just because see what you practice. Now listen to this: what you practice when when problems come, when 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 situations um, confront you, what you've been practicing has a tendency to come up first. Did you know that? You, you, I'm going right. to say that again. When 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 problems come, uh, when situations come, adverse situations come your way or attack your body, what you've been feeding on, what you've been practicing on, what you've already been preparing, you know it comes up first. There's a scripture right. that says, out of the abundance of the heart, watch this, the mouth will the do mouth what? Speak it. It will speak. See, so yeah. what you... When, when, when you go to the doctor and we hear the bad reports from the doctor, and I'm only saying this because this is what they do. Doctors are trained to, to, uh, examine our bodies and give us the scientific reasoning for what, why we're having the pain. We don't know. This could be because we watch. We haven't studied that. And so we go to them to find out, say, doc, what's going on? And when we That's hear right. what, what they're telling us, okay, well, that, Thank you for telling me that, but guess what? Now you are a practicing Christian, just like he's a practicing doctor. So you yeah. go home and you start practicing what Father God has said about that sickness. And we'll be just like, is her name Patty? We'll be just like Patty. Yeah. Going back, going back, and the doctor said, well, I don't know. I can't find it. You, you get it? Yeah. Are you getting it? Absolutely. This is how we keep our healing. Follow God, we must now begin to practice that word. Patty, you have to practice that word. You have to get it in your spirit. You have to meditate on it. You have to, you, you know, my father in the gospel, he wrote a whole book about how to keep your healing. Why did he write that book about how to keep your healing? Because he knew it was very important. That if you didn't know how, if you don't know how to keep it, Satan will take it. He'll steal it from you. That's right. He will. He will. So now you have to become a practicing Christian. And That's the, right. and and they and the way we do that is daily we speak the word of God. We speak it to our bodies. You don't go speaking the word, the problem to God. We shouldn't do that. But you know, we've been trained to do that. Yes. But I, but I tell you this, search the Bible and tell me where you find that. If you find it, show it to me. God never said, come and tell me about your problems. He never said that. He said, confess the word. But we've been yeah. confessing the problem. You see it? That's right. <clears throat> you, you, you know, it's like, uh, there are people who say they confess all their sins to be saved. Yes, we've been taught but the, that. 
but the scriptures do not tell you confess your sins. Doesn't teach that. Write this down. Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 and verse 10. Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 and verse 10. Verse 9 says, if you would confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus mm-hmm. and believe in your heart that God had raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. But with the heart, verse, verse man 10, believes unto righteousness and with the mouth, huh? confession is made unto what? Salvation. Salvation. Confession is made unto healing. Confession yeah. is made unto prosperity. Confession right. is made unto deliverance. Confession is made unto healing. And it goes on and on. See, you confess the word and it brings what you confess. That's right. That's right. But you see, in verse 9 of Romans chapter 10, in verse 9 of verse 10, the word sin is not there. No, it is not. So you don't confess sin. You confess the lordship of Jesus. If you don't know what Lord is, it means he's the boss. <laughs> That's what it means. He's the boss. So, you know, for instance, First Peter 2.24, who his <laughs> own self bore our our sickness, our disease, in his own body on the tree. By whose stripes we were what? We healed. were healed. Somebody say, well, that's talk, that's not talking about physical healing. That's talking <clears throat> about spiritual healing. Well, Man. guess what? No. A billion times no. Well, brother wow. Elder, wow. I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you. If you had ever read the Bible, you mm. should know a sinner does not get healed spiritually. The human spirit of a lost man or woman is not healed. It is reborn. That person become a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old mm-hmm. things are passed away and all things become what? Become new. Brand you got to get born again. So mm-hmm. how can it be spiritual? It's not. It is it's not. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But there's so much fanaticism and foolishness out here also. This is the reason why Larry and Helen stick with the word. You can't go wrong with the word. Are you getting what I'm saying to you here? You cannot go wrong with it. And you see, this is why I say all the time, folks, listen, Jesus done paid the price for you. I was, we was talking to somebody. I can't remember what day it was. Uh, and in the conversation, uh, we were talking about at the top of the cross, there was a sign. All right. And it said to tell a stop. You said, well, what does that mean? To tell a stop means paid in full. Mm-hmm. Jesus paid it all. All right. Your sickness and your disease was paid in full. Your sins were paid in full by what Jesus did. God is not judging you as individuals. 
He is not judging you as individuals. He's judging you by what Jesus did. That's what he's judging you by. Even you being healed is judged mm-hmm. by what Jesus did. Why you think Jesus said with by his stripes you what? Were healed. Were past tense. Past tense. He done did it already. So why are you paying for that again? What Jesus done paid for? Are you seeing what I'm saying to you? Yeah. You got to know how to keep your healing. Now, another way to keep your healing is you go to, write this down. Some of you know it, some of you don't know. You go to www.larryeldeministries.com and you click on media. And in media, you're going to see podcasts. Click on podcasts. And you're going to see a whole bunch of messages about healing. Mm-hmm. Everything that we're doing in this healing school, you can go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. This is how you keep your healing. So then faith comes by what? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Do that bless y'all today? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it blesses me. Praise God.